Welcome to the Wealth Setting Podcast. This is episode 247. Today is September 11th, 2017. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder and money manager of InvestableWealth.com. Well, September 11th greetings to those of you that uh, remember the significance of this day. In today's episode, I want to have a really quick comments about economic forecasting. And in particular, I'm going to talk about this in the light of what we've seen with the hurricane predictions we've seen over the past couple of weeks. Before I get started, I do want to mention that, that we in the Pugliano household have been very busy. We've been anxiously awaiting the arrival of our first grandchild. And I'm happy to report that this weekend, our daughter did give birth to a beautiful, healthy little baby girl. And so I'm very much looking forward to being a proud grandfather and spoiling that little girl and then giving her back to her parents and letting them deal with the problem. Now let's get down to business and talk about the topic of today's episode, and that's about the inability to predict the future. Now I know I harp on this a lot, but I do it because of the input that I get from those of you in the audience and some of the crazy things that you believe. And how many of you have been swayed or persuaded to believe that someone can predict the future? And that someone could be a hypester that's trying to sell you something, or it could be a government official that's trying to convince you that you need to do this because it's going to make the government policy work out. Or maybe it's just a weatherman or a meteorologist. But more likely than not, it's someone that's trying to sell you some type of a financial product or service that is really questionable, but they're, they're using some kind of a sleight of hand manipulation of an economic principle or some other type of maybe secret algorithm that they have that is convincing you that they can predict the stock market or they know that these are the 10 best stocks to own or that they know that you should be moving right now with 100% of your money into precious metals or something like that. Believe me on this one, I hear enough from those of you in the audience that I know that it's a problem. And those of you that are in my audience are smarter than the average bear. And so since many of you are being hoodwinked into believing in these things, I got to believe that it's a major, major problem for most people. And so that's why I keep harping on it. What I want to talk about today is really just what we've seen in the in the past weeks or few days with hurricane predictions, whether it was Harvey in Texas or Irma in Florida. You've seen the nonstop 24-hour coverage of pundits and experts and meteorologists and weathermen and people standing in knee-deep water out along the ocean telling you which way the hurricane's going to move or making some other in my opinion, crazy prediction that they have no ability to make. And that's the real point here. We do not have the exact science, whether it's meteorology or economics or social policy or anything else for that matter, to say precisely what is going to happen in the future. And so when people do that, they're selling you a bill of goods. And in specific terms, I'm talking about people in the financial community that with certainty are telling you what's going to happen and why you should be investing in a particular product or service. Whether that's a cryptocurrency or a precious metal or a stock or a mutual fund or a junk bond or whatever it is, the point is, is that you should use caution in investing in those things. And in addition to using caution, you should be diversifying your portfolio. So you don't put everything into flipping real estate or you don't put everything into the next initial public offering of a stock or you don't put everything into the next cryptocurrency that comes out. 
or you don't put all your money in gold or silver and bury it in your backyard. Those are really stupid, foolish things to do. And I emphasize this because I constantly hear from people that do exactly those things. Listen, I'm not telling you that you shouldn't put a little bit of Las Vegas money in a cryptocurrency. Hey, if you want to do that and you feel you've researched it and you know what you're doing, you want to put a small percentage of your investing portfolio into something like that, you know, something that I call Las Vegas money, you're willing to gamble it and you're not going to put anything more out there than you're willing to lose, then go ahead and do it. But you would be shocked by the number of people that I hear from that want to know how they can roll their entire 401k retirement savings into a cryptocurrency. Let me tell you, that is stupid, crazy talk. But I hear it all the time. And so I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm telling you, those kind of things are not wise. And so rather than only talking about money right now, let's look at what we've seen over the past few days and weeks with hurricane predictions, and specifically with Irma and whether or not it was going to devastate Miami or Tampa. Now, think about this. As it's moving towards the land, all types of scientists and meteorologists and media pundits and other types of prognosticators are trying to tell you that they know where it's going to go. And I'm here to tell you that they don't. We don't have that precise science. We live in a world that's governed by chaos. At best, when Hurricane Irma was headed north and was going to hit the Florida Keys, no one had any reliable way of knowing whether it was going to turn left or turn right. So rather than all these satellite images and all the pontificating and all the arrows on the maps, they could have simply flipped a coin and said Miami or Tampa. Now, they're not going to do that because if they did that, you probably wouldn't tune into the news. And if you didn't tune into their BS, then they wouldn't be able to sell advertising. And so that's why they drag this all out, put all the reporters out there in knee-deep water in high winds, predicting whatever's going to happen with the storm. What you need to understand is that meteorologists and economists and stock pickers and government policy experts or anybody else, no one can predict the future. That includes me. All we can do is look at past data and try and assess that as best as we can to come up with likely outcomes. That is the best that any of us can do. And so if you were a prudent person that lived in Florida, rather than relying on some goofy climate model or some meteorologist prediction, what you would do is you would live your life in such a way that you knew that at any given moment, there is a likelihood of a devastating storm or a tornado going through your town. And you don't live that way in fear, but you live that way in a rational manner so that nine times out of ten, you're enjoying your beachfront property. But at the same time, you also know that it is likely that a bad storm is going to pass through. And that means high wind, that means rain, that means flooding, that means the electricity may go out. That means that there's likely to be a lot of traffic if people want to evacuate or maybe gasoline's not going to be available. And so you plan accordingly. If you have the means and you can afford it and the time is working in your favor, then you evacuate early. You get out of there. But if you can't evacuate early, then you have plans in place to bug in. You know where an emergency shelter is or you've constructed a room in your house where you feel safe. And you have extra food and extra drinking water and flashlights and batteries and things like that on hand. 
You do that because you're a prudent, smart person. You're not neurotic. You just know that at some point, a bad storm's going to come through, and it's likely that for a day or a couple days, you may be living without electricity or without drinking water or with all the restaurants in your neighborhood being closed or whatever, right? You know that that at some point is likely to happen. And you ignore the nonsense that you hear in the media about the hurricanes. You just live your life prudently. You have the tarps or the plastic sheeting or the plywood or whatever it is, the sandbags, that you know that you're going to need to protect your house whether you bug in or bug out because it's your property and you want to take care of it and you know that it is likely that at some point in a year, five years, or ten years that if you stay there long enough, your area of Florida is likely to get hit by a bad storm. That's just the way it is and you as a prudent person live that way. Well, I think that we can draw that same analogy to our economic lives. The prudent person learns to earn an income, they save their money, they develop skills and expertise of not only earning money, but learning how to take that money and invest it into things, whether it be real estate or the stock market or mutual funds or their small business or whatever it is, they invest that money in a prudent way so that over the long run, they can receive an adequate risk-adjusted return on their money so that they can live a really good lifestyle, just like that person that's got the beachfront property in the Florida Keys. They're enjoying 90% or more of their life, but at the same time, they're preparing for the inevitable economic storm, and that economic storm may come in a lot of ways. It may come in a 20% pullback in the stock market. It may come in some type of financial crisis from overseas, or it may be a big act of nature, or you may lose your job, or you may be in a car accident, or you could develop cancer or heart disease or whatever it is. But you know as a rational person that at some point, bad things are going to happen. And so you plan accordingly in your economic life, just the way you would if you lived in an area that was going to at some point get hit by a hurricane. But you don't live in fear. You don't live in paranoia you live a responsible life and you do the things you can to mitigate risk. When it comes to investing, you do that by not investing in scams or get-rich-quick schemes or not putting all your eggs in one basket, nor should you invest in things that you don't know anything about. Now, even if you follow those principles, does that mean that you're not going to lose money when you invest? No, it doesn't mean that at all. But it means that if you are losing money, Hopefully you've used positioning to structure it so it's a small or fairly small amount of your overall portfolio and that you have gains somewhere else to compensate for it and or you have the time frame to weather the storm for that asset class to appreciate and if not make a profit to at least break even. Or perhaps you're collecting a dividend until it does. Something like that. That's the way a prudent investor invests. And hopefully over the past 240 some episodes of this podcast, I've given you some real world examples and some personal illustrations from my own lifestyle where I talk about what I buy or what I sell in terms of the stock market or maybe if it's even just deciding to buy a new car or putting tires on my old car. Those kind of examples where I can give you real world lifestyle choices of the middle class that can help you learn to earn more and save more and invest wisely so that you can lead a financially independent lifestyle that fits with your goals and objectives. That's the intent of the podcast. Hopefully in some way I've delivered on that. If I haven't, 
Well, hey, come on back for the next episode and I'll try harder.